right. Oh, he's uh, he's married. You know, he's, from, he's a boss. Yeah, he was in Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. yeah Drew Hill is whole, whole group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Long time girlfriend Elizabeth Fram. Ooh, she look like she could be a baddie, low key. She a little Asian thing. A Asian ting. She's a little Asian ting. Camilla? Ka Camila. 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 Camila Hong. Who is that? That's his, that's her name. Who? No, it's not. Wait. Oh shit. I typed in Cisco's girlfriend. This is Cisco. This is no, no, no. This is Cisco from um, Cisco oh. from Flash. From, from you watch the Flash? You sound hella problematic right now. No, 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 no. no. You, you said she was Asian. No, no, no. Really, really, really. So, like, hella talk. Problematic. Talk. Talk. I typed in. I went to say picture, right? I typed in Cisco's girlfriend, and Cisco's girlfriend on the Flash is also Asian. <laughs> you sound hella problematic. <laughs> Elizabeth Fam. Bomb. Yes. Bomb. <laughs> what are the chances that that's Cisco? Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Summer 16 podcast. A podcast between two friends who met, well, you guessed it. In the summer of 2016, my name is Tunde or Taught underscore seven, and I'm here with my dog John Bowie, or as I speak called on Instagram at John Bowie. Every Wednesday we'll have new episodes where we somehow figure out how to combine our different views, our experiences, and our beliefs to talk about anything, and always leaving learn something new. On today's episode, we have a couple things to catch up on. Uh, we have our um, say what segment where I'm going to talk about some education, which kind of maybe ties back into some of the fan mail that we got as well. Uh, we have another black business shout out. Uh, you know, just like always, this is Black History Month. So we're going to shout out black businesses. In our current event segment, we're going to talk about racism. Um, usually on this show, we talk about racism as it pertains towards black people, but our Asian American brothers and sisters are also experiencing uh, a lot of racism as well. So we're gonna talk about that as well. We're gonna tell uh, everyone's least favorite senator, Ted Cruz, to eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a really good wax to hypotheticals uh, question uh, since John and I are both dog owners. Um, question that a lot of pet owners sometimes ask themselves. And as always, we're going to leave you with our ABM segment. So with that said, what's up with you, dog? Now, that was like the coolest intro you've ever done. Like you were just so like cool about everything. Why can't I do intros like that? Uh, I'm over here Hollywood as fuck right now. Like I'm not even going to pretend like my energy is hella arrogant. And I'm okay with that. Like that's how that's how I'm coming in today. So uh bless your poor heart, but you about to have to deal with me, bro. Look, you see my line blowing up, G. Like I'm telling you, you heard that. You heard that. It's it's popping over here, B. It's not a regular thing for you. No, no, it's usually dry as hell, but mm, not today. I don't know. Not today. I don't Listen, know. Listen, one of my moves for 2021 is 
I'm shooting shots in the comment section. Fuck DMs. You gonna see me. Fuck you <laughs> hey, why not? Why not? Okay, like Pull that's up. my that's my energy. I'm shooting from half court. What's the worst that can comments, happen? In the comment section, bro. Everybody gonna see it. So that's my energy that I'm on. Uh, that's the that's the time that we on. And and I I'm, I sent you receipts too. You know this is real. This is not a. Uh, John's a very funny guy, yo. I'm, so, I'm, I'm just gonna say that. How am I funny? What Definitely was in the comment section, just just like about to drop that on, on one knee, like hey, yo. <laughs> hey, listen, when it's love, it's love, man. Why not? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I be like shy, low key, and so this is just like mm-hmm. a way for me to really just you know mm-hmm. try to gain some confidence. Yep, sounds uh, about right. But new Mike, new me. You know what I'm saying? Like. I hope everybody can hear phenomenal sound quality, but it's new Mike, new me. And that's my big update, bro. What's going on yeah. with you? What's what's going on with you? Uh, what was your weekend talking about? My weekend, uh, you know, same old, same old. Trying to catch up on runs. Like, you know, I took a whole week off and February is already a short month. So, like, I'm literally, like, trying to figure out how I'm going to run 40 miles in, like, eight days. Uh, well, I don't shit. think it's going to happen. Well, shit, you but- ran a half yesterday. Yeah, I, I did it. I ran five on Wednesday, 10 on Thursday, and then 13 yesterday. You always make me feel so bad. And then I'm still 40 miles behind schedule. So it's whatever. I'm you got cool six days. It. You got six days. That's like a, you can do like a couple eight pieces. Five, eight pieces. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah, I guess. But yeah, I'm not I mean, even, I'm not even going to dignify this because at one point you had run what? 10 miles a day for what 10 days straight or something absurd like that yeah that was in the middle of the summer this is this is this is it's now raining every day Ooh. it's cold oh i also have to ride my peloton oh i would also do my peloton workout today. shut up anyways so that was my weekend i actually went out to eat last night oh shit you went outside i mean it was like an out it's outdoor seating but Where, where'd you go you, uh, got some, you got some chicken wings? No, no, no. I went to an Italian spot. Oh, yeah. So you got some Italian chicken wings? No. Well, what did you get today? I got a pizza. <laughs> so pizza, crazy. fries. Uh, I fucking hate you uh, so some much. Some vegan, some vegan calamari. That's not calamari then. It's cauliflower. Mushrooms. Oh shit! Yeah, I guess okay. That's yeah, was it um, a vegan Italian spot or was it? No, they, they, had, they had a lot of vegan options. Oh shit! Was it the place that we went to that one time? Uh, uh-uh, this is uh, this is spot. It's like right beside Brooks headquarters. It's called um, Fiasco. Uh, by the way, quick shout out to Brooks running. Yeah, yes, official sponsor of the podcast. Official running sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> More so, the official running, uh, the official running podcast of Tune Day, who is on the podcast. <laughs> They have not yet cut summer 16 a check, but I will take your discount codes when they send them. So yep. Um uh, yeah, but yeah, it was it was cool just to just to go out. I haven't been to a restaurant in, in a while. Yeah. Um I think Seattle opened up limits capacity, uh indoor and slash outdoor dining 25%, I think, uh like two weeks mm-hmm. ago. So yeah, that was my weekend. That is so amazing. That is that's just uh, I'm so happy for you. I went to dinner. I'm, I'm like elated, elated for you, bro. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like my weekend was good overall. 
you know, obviously I'm riding on a high today. I got like seven Amazon packages today. Or not even just Amazon, like packages from all over. So that made me feel really good. It felt like, like a mini Christmas. That's always the best, yo. Dude, what? Especially when you forget you order something. You're like, oh, what? what's this? What, bro? Who are you telling? Like, I'm like, damn. Like, something came like a day early, too. I was like, okay, God. Okay, God. I see you. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely feeling myself right now. Uh, it's been oh. a stressful week. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just say it's been a stressful week. And so mm-hmm. there's probably some, like, announcements that we'll probably have on the podcast in the next few months and stuff. Because, you know, the kids over here moving and shaking, trying to build a legacy. But we'll get to it. You know, right now we're not trying to block our blessings. But, you know, you've heard. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Before big we mo- share it with uh, the world. Big moves, John. Hashtag. Hey, we trying, dog. We trying. So, you know, everybody stay tuned. Stick with us. Ride this wave out, man. We're going to see what's shaking. Um, yeah. But for now, we, we Gucci, baby. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, speaking of packages, uh, definitely got my PS5 in the mail uh, oh, on Friday. Flex. What a um, flex. I was excited about that. So um, I tried to get another one today. Uh, you tried to get another PS5? I had it. Uh, listen, if I get it, I'm flipping that bitch. Like 800, who won one? I was about to say, them motherfuckers is going for crazy money. Yeah, and, and 800 would be super cheap too. Really? Like on a resale value? Uh, some people would send them for like 1,000, 1,200. Sheesh. But yeah, I had it in my cart. I was ready to check out and then they took it out of my cart. But uh-huh. I'm going to keep trying to buy another one. Hey, man, shit. Fuck it. Send me the hey, listen, too, man. I can flip. Trying to get this money. Yeah. Fuck that. Okay, I got to pay for vet bills for them out uh no but do good shit good shit so uh let's let's get the show rocking and rolling bro yep uh at this point you know i want to just do a quick reminder for anybody who did not hear us on our last episode uh, our waxing hypothetical was uh, it was a question you found right where we were just kind of talking about if you could go back to college what major would you major in? Would you change it? Would you do something mm-hmm. different? Are you happy yep. with your decision? And I think overall, you and I are in the same boat, right? We would probably stay in that STEM lane, but kind of do something uh, a little different knowing what we know now. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I said math and then like uh, like a policy or like a international studies type thing. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. And so uh, great question because it actually... Um, got us some some listener mail so we're gonna go ahead and and read that out and then kind of share some thoughts so uh the title is college major revisionist history great title by the way so are you ready let's do it yep hello gentlemen first let me start by stating that i'm a fan of the show your chemistry shines through and the podcast has gotten better each episode i'll take credit for that thank you no no i I, i'm taking credit thank you as the personality. Thank, th- thank you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> last, <laughs> last episode, you two posted the question: If you go back and change your major, would you, and what would it be? Before I provide my perspective, I want to start by asking you both, John and Tunde, a question: Do you believe Black people really have a choice when selecting a college major? Woo-hoo! Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. That's a good ass question. You both told your stories, which at some level came down to financial reasons, and that's true for so many of us. I recently watched another podcast called I Am Athlete, where a former football player turned financial advisor mentioned that for air quotes, the first person that made it in a family, money often has the move, money often has to move upward and outward across the family tree. 
For many of our counterparts, money moves solely down the family tree to your children. This takes away a person's choice of a college major. For brevity, I will not discuss the many system systematic reasons for the racial wealth gap. I only state that the gap exists and whether explicitly or implicitly, it plays a role in selecting a college major. For our grandparents and some of our parents, attending college is making it. There's a premium placed on a college education that unfortunately should no longer apply. So going back to that podcast, the starting salary for a first round MBA pick is significantly higher than most starting salaries post-graduation. When you are viewed as the quotes one that made it, regardless of your career, that is problematic. You must either select a career where you can afford to help your family members financially or choose your passion and potentially face some difficult conversations. Saying no, not being able to help, telling your spouse you got everybody on payroll so you can't upgrade the home, telling your kids you can't go to their dream university, etc. For those who are the first to make it, I believe that you are limited to a handful of majors. Somebody has to sacrifice the four to seven or 10 plus years for a medical degree those years so that generations can come behind them and have more choices. Someone has to sacrifice to close the wealth gap. So why not me or why not you? My story is similar to John and Tune Dates. I was a STEM major and I do not regret my decision. It has prepared me for everything I have faced both professionally and personally. I would 100% choose the same major again. It has afforded me with a great life thus far. I look forward to continued growth so my children can have a, the true choice in their majors. The only thing I would do differently is stay another semester to take classes outside of STEM. There's an overemphasis on STEM and I believe that you can learn a lot from liberal arts and humanities. And that would mean one more semester of shenanigans with the hashtag splash bro. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll explain that to you in a second. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, keep doing your thing on the podcast, fellas. Our friend E, and he says, P.S., not too late to go to law school, Tunde, go get that bag. So, okay. That was a hell of an email. Yep. Appreciate, uh, appreciate it, y'all. Yeah, for sure. And you've definitely opened up a lot of great conversations. And I think that, you know, this is one that we would love to hear from the listeners as well. And so let's go back to the first question that was posed, right? Do you believe, oh, should I explain the splash bro thing or should I just- No, 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 no. Yeah, just leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my guy though. That's my guy. So, okay. <laughs> Do you believe that Black people really have a choice when selecting a college major? That's the question, right? And again, for anyone listening and you have thoughts, please let us know. Summer16podcast at gmail.com. Summer16podcast at gmail.com. Tunde, give us your thoughts. T-H-O-T-S. Uh -huh. <laughs> I think that, of course, like, yes, we, we have a choice. You always have a choice. Like, you can choose night if you don't even want to go to college, you don't have to. Mm -hmm. And then once you get there, you can choose whatever you want. I just knew, but I would say for the majority of people like me, like, like you said in the, in the email, you're not only thinking about yourself. Right. As when it comes to, to people who look like us, uh, going to college, like, like for instance, I'm gonna use myself as an example. Like my, like my dad, he did, he did go to college. He got his degree. He got his degree in accounting. Mm -hmm. And 
he got laid off long, like not long before, before I was born, he got laid off from his job because so many accountants back in the seventies, they lost their jobs, got laid off because of the invention of the ATM. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my mom, like she was a nurse in Nigeria, but then she came to America, went to nursing school, dropped out because she started, you know, had me and they had my brothers. So like, as far as uh, my parents' kids, they they looked at me as like you're going to be the one, like you're the chosen one because in high school you got the good grades, so you're going to make the money and you're going to help the family out. Like my mom and my dad, they help family out back in Nigeria. Like they send money back still to this day. Like, because mm-hmm. um, they look at my, my parents like you're in America, you, you you have a job, you're making money, help us you out. Got opportunity, yeah, 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 yeah. So like I think my parents took that same mentality. <clears throat> looked at me that same way and said, okay, you're going to school. When I get older, it's up to you to take care of me. Like you're my, you're my retirement plan. Well, I mean, listen, I think you're saying exactly kind of what one of the great points that E made in the mm-hmm. email, right? Like a lot of our money, it comes to us and then it goes external to us. Yeah. Right? So like, yes, it's great that you're able to send money back and help your family or help your siblings and all that other stuff. But we're talking about building legacy and and the future, you know, experience of our our children, and you're not even able to hold a large portion of that to give to your children if that's what you decide to do, and like to leave your legacy, right? Like, the it's lost. Whereas a lot of our racial counterparts, that's where their money goes. Yeah, they like in some situations, yeah, they send their money back to their family and all that other stuff. But I feel like this difference is they might be sending their money back to like their wife and their kids that are in another country to give them a better life versus us sending it to our parents or sending it to our siblings right and that's the difference when you talk about breaking uh to bridging the 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 wealth gap in this country right yeah so so to answer the question yes there's a there's a choice but like it's like a pseudo choice like, yeah, you do what you want. Cause I know, I do know, like, you know, I do have friends that, that majored in like English or majored in, in, in history communications or, or, communications or, or, or even, or even dance. Like, yeah, yeah, so like, yeah. yes, you can, yes, you have that choice, but like, not everyone is afforded that opportunity, especially when that pressure is there. Yeah. You know, like for meal times. Well, here, I'll tell you how I internalize it. And I don't think it's so different than what you were saying, but I might just word it a little differently. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, again, the question is, do you feel like, or do you believe black people really have a choice when selecting a college major? I think it's the illusion of a choice, right? And I think that that's so consistent for the experience of minorities in this country in general, where it's like, oh yeah, like you can, you, you can, quotes do whatever you want but the consequences and the ramifications and the effects of doing that are very different for people in in our community right so like yeah you could go and be a communications major no shade right but you could go and do a major that's not necessarily in a stem field and yeah you know you, you graduate from college your family is proud of you and then you go out into the workforce and you're confused why there's a global pandemic and there's such a large or disproportionate uh, percentage of 
minorities, even minorities with college degrees that are out of work because they're not in these more highly specialized jobs and industries and stuff, right? Yeah. And so, you know, um, obviously, you know, E is, is a very close friend of mine. And so I'm grateful for that email. But, you know, even from like talking with him and some of the conversations that I've had, you know, another, you know, interesting part of this whole sort of conversation is that, you know, we're like, you can think of like, like our generation is the first ones that have somewhat of an equal playing field, right? Where my parents, you know, were able to provide a very solid middle-class life for me and my brother where, you know, it, when my parents, when I grew up and they were telling me you got to do 110% to get you know, 90% of what a white counterpart would get, uh, that gap is not as large or doesn't feel as large as it did back when they were coming up. You know what I'm saying? And so we're starting to like close the gap or starting to feel like things are more fair. And it's really like an additional responsibility. Like, well, how are you going to use that? How are you going to leverage that? How are you going to, like, how are my parents going to protect me from having to go out and support my brother, my cousins, my auntie, my nieces, nephews, and where I can hold that money and then continue to build a legacy and, and pass this on for generations where we can really bridge a wealth gap versus just trying to survive. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. But I just want to point out that I understand that like there are, there is a large percentage, a larger percentage of the population who it may feel that way too, like yeah, the, like yeah. the like the divide is getting smaller and smaller. But there, sure. but there is there are people like, for instance, me. I didn't grow yeah. up middle class. I grew up like extreme lower class. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, when you when you're in that situation, you're like, oh, I don't want to talk yeah. about it. But like, you know, as an adult, I I don't I don't care because that's not something that, that that reflects on my character. Right, right, much. right. But but so growing up lower class, uh. I can see the 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 struggle or the mm -hmm. the pressure mm -hmm. to like say okay this I think I, I mentioned this last week okay I'm going to school this is like my, my way out of poverty yeah L let me look at these majors that have the highest projection of of for income sure. for sure so, so yeah so I, I can see how that would could affect a lot of people's decision you know going forward like if my passion is my passion is dance. I love yeah. dance. Or I, yeah. I love singing. And yeah. I, I, this is what I want to do the rest of my life. But yeah. I look at the, the 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 chances, just like somebody said, the chances of making it to the NBA is very small. Of course. Versus the chances of, it's similar to the chances of somebody saying, my passion is dance. What, yeah. what, are, what are the odds I make a, a great living as a dancer right you 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 you're on tour with beyonce and you can yeah for for extended period of time not just like eight months and then you're like back to teaching for minimum yeah. wage or, or like, like what are the chances that you like the next misty copeland right yeah like it's Ooh. it's it's possible i do love misty copeland <laughs> i think it's possible but like the odds aren't in your favor yeah 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 no i mean that's a very good point right and 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 that was actually an interesting thing to take away too is that for us even if we were saying we could go like for all the things that we've like earned at this point, if we could go back, we would have still picked some type of STEM major. But I think that it's looking at it from a perspective of because that's what I'm passionate about, not because 
that's what would make me the most money. Yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because you and I are both kind of like creative in our own respects. I, I mean, I think I have discovered, you know, even more of my own creative passions more recently, but I think that I'm still very in tune with my desire to solve problems. You know, I could do math all day, every day, like no, no doubt about it, but there is some level of creativity or, or value in liberal arts, humanities in those type of fields that um, are only able to be exercised in, in a lot of our minds as, as passions and not as pursuits for, for, you know, wealth inequality, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I'm doing history because I need to be a lawyer. I'm doing communications, but that's just to have a major before I go and get some level of graduate degree, you know, ain't even touching basket weaving, you know what I'm saying? Dance, like, okay, if you want to do dance, maybe you can minor in it. But I, I know, I know somebody I went to school with, like, mm-hmm. I guess this is, something that's unique to dentistry. Okay. Um, Cause like you want to be like a medical doctor or you want to go like, or you want to like, get your PhD in like any type of biomedical research. Like yeah. you have to be a certain major, right? Yeah, and, biology, right? organic yeah. chemistry, whatever. For, for dentistry, you, that's not true. Like you right. can, like, as long as you have the prereqs, you're good. Mm-hmm. So I knew mm-hmm. this guy I was really cool with um, at, at my um, grad school. Mm-hmm. He was in dental school mm-hmm. and like, but his undergrad degree was in fashion. That's fire. So like he's like he, he he knew he's like why why would I like bust my ass through yep. through this biology yep. major where I just take yep. all the required prereqs for this dental program yep and just you know go after my passion exactly I, I I knew somebody similarly who wanted to do law school which you can basically do with any degree and so they got a like a general education degree mm-hmm. such that you basically just need to take like all the intro level classes to like all the majors kind of Mm -hmm. thing yeah and then like a couple like more advanced courses to just like fulfill the degree requirement but it's super flexible where it's like man i'm taking physics 100 math 100 uh philosophy 100 you know all these intro courses which you know comparatively are a breeze and then you know okay let me take a couple two three hundred level courses and we out of here baby because i'm about to secure the bag and just read a bunch of stuff to go to law school anyway right so like they hit on the state like you don't have to have a law degree in some states to even take the bar. Right. Honestly, yeah. Like, isn't Kim Kardashian like, like studying for the bar? Yeah. She didn't even go to college. But man, we do love Kim, though, don't we? Say it. Nope. Just get it out. Just get it off your chest. Let's, let's I don't just... love her. I'm saying I don't love her. No. Uh, well, you know you was about to. You know what you was about to say. You know what you say. No, I wasn't gonna go there yet. Well, if you're gonna do it, now's your chance. Otherwise. I'm moving on. John, are you okay? I am okay. Thanks all for right. asking. That's all I wanted to say. I appreciate you, friend. <laughs> appreciate you, bud. My guy. But <laughs> because I'm about to just sidestep any negativity you're throwing my way because I'm Hollywood, John, now new Mike, new me. And uh, I want to say, you know, shout out to E for the question, man. I think that that's, you know, really insightful because, you know, I think the short answer is, yeah, of course you have a choice, right? Like everybody has a choice, but I think the reality of it is that it, it's an illusion, right? Because when you are, like, as he's put it, like the one who made it or the one that made it, you know, there's an, there's an additional pressure. There's an additional, additional uh, societal situation that kind of forces your hand in a sense 
Uh, of course, you can do whatever you want, but when you're really thinking about taking care of your family and providing in a more meaningful way that, you know, if you're not getting to one of these majors that's secure in the bag, then what are you really doing, right? Or do you even care about your family? So we appreciate that. We want to hear your guys' feedback, man. We kind of talked about that for a little longer than anticipated, but I think it's a really good question. And mm-hmm. so, you know, summer 16 at summer 16 podcast at gmail.com, like hit us up, baby. Um, but yeah, so uh, any last words on that or let's, let's keep it moving, man. Oh, no, that's it. Uh, great, great question. Appreciate it. A shizzle, my nizzle. That's what two degrees sounds like. So, uh, All right. yeah, go for it. So, uh, you want to move into our uh, say what segment? Yeah, you got it. All right. So this uh, this happened in in, uh, in California, uh, the Oakley Union Elementary School District uh, in Northern California. They uh, so. If you didn't know, most public most public schools, each district has a board of trustees, just, just like um, a college has a board of trustees, or like a business has a board of trustees, where they hold like a superintendent or it, it, for the for the district, or like in a business like the CEO, they have to report to that board. So in this school district in Oakley Union, or Oakley. Uh, in North yeah, California, yeah, 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 the entire uh, board of trustees has resigned. Like, not just one, not just two. Uh, the entire board, uh, because they made uh, in- inappropriate remarks about a par- about parents of of students during a Zoom call, yeah, <laughs> without knowing that they were being broadcast. So they, they basically was talking shit about parents, and they uh, they basically <laughs> announced it to like the entire school district. Did you, did you, were you able to see the video? Uh, I didn't want to be about, I read the, I read the, uh, like the, like the transcript, right? Yeah. So, so part of the reason, right. part of the reason why I sent this is just like, from a, a say what perspective is like, we're all in this like virtual world. You know what I'm saying? Like, even we're recording this on zoom now for the first time, uh, where we've been usually using Skype, but it's hilarious to me because, you know, how many times have you been in a meeting or a group meeting setting? And then like, you needed to like mute or pause or, or, or what have you, and then be like, oh shit, did they hear me? Or, oh, oh fuck, like what is going on? And to think that the entire school board is sitting there talking cash shit, right? Like, like one, of the, one of the quotes was, um, somebody, one of the trustees asked like, are we alone? And then she's like, and then like talking about one of the parents, they were like, bitch, if you're gonna call me out, I'm gonna fuck you up. And like, can you imagine like, Mind you, this is an elementary school, mm-hmm. right? Elementary school district. And like the parents are like, yo, did this, this bitch just say she would fuck, fuck up the parents? Like, you sound corny. I saw the headline and I thought they said some racist shit because, you know, that's just the world we live in. There was no indication of that, yeah. but they but, were still talking that cash yeah, yeah. shit without being on mute. Another quote was, uh, they forgot that there's real people on the other side of those letters that they're writing. Mm-hmm. It's really unfortunate that they want to pick on us because they want their babysitters back, which I will say as a former middle school teacher, I did feel like I do feel like a lot of parents use the public school system as like a babe, babysitting service. Yeah. Um, but you still can't say that. Uh, and then like I had that fair. So, for instance, right right now. Yeah. As recording it's recording via Zoom. Yeah. Right. 
I have a pro version of the Zoom account. And that's because yeah. my university gives us all access to it. So mm -hmm. we're actually recording using my work email Zoom thing, right? So like, oh, oh perfect. I, I was like, before we logged in, I was like, let me make sure this is not one of my class like rooms. Like, like cause like, cause like, if it was, then the student could just log in and, and Harris talking right now. So I had to make sure it was like just a regular new meeting. Well, I mean, listen, I had to learn my lesson early on. And I even think that, you know, this episode alone is going to be an example because you use the record button so viciously, so viciously, because you'll say mad wild stuff to me, but you ain't press record. So it's so it's like, oh, by the time you start recording, it's like John is so mean to me, guys. Oh, he's he he's he called me the N word and he hurt my feelings when the truth of the matter is you are way more foul to the kid. It's just, you don't record it. So I don't got receipts. And so all I say that, I say all that to say, guys, be careful who you trust with the record button. Listeners, do you want to know what John called me today? See, you know what? No, I'm not going to say it. It's, 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 it's too vile. Like I don't even put that on the airways because Bruh. we might get flagged. Bruh. Um, for for racist insensitivity, Bruh. But, but, but just know that John called me. John reversed my lips, and a certain type of of, of ape. <laughs> uh, he called he called me he called me an insect. Uh, that, that that makes these trippy noises. The, the ones that look at that look at uh, look at moons when the sun goes down. <laughs> you know what. You know, see, yeah. this is what I'm talking about. And this is what I'm talking about. And the thing is, like, it's a lie. It's all a lie. But, you know. I wish I could, I wish I could, like, post it, but I don't want to get flagged. Right? For... Like, that's the thing. Like, you would be over there editing the podcast and be, like, just chopping it up. And I, you would just have way too much fun with it. One day, we're going to release outtakes. And then that's, that, that'll be, like, one we really want to just get canceled. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, when it's like, all right, I, we've had a good run, everybody. I think, like, I think today's outtake. Show. I think today's outtake is like kind of pushing the. Well, if you listen to this this far, you already you already heard the outtake, but I think it kind of pushed the uh, the boundary of that. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, this this entire school board, yeah, they have to go. Clowns, clowns. Yeah, but so it goes. Yeah, so that, yeah, I think that's enough. That is our say what say segment. what. Oh my god, my voice crack. It's about to be high def because it's new mic, new me. <laughs> so, uh, black business shout out. Bah, 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 bah. Real quick, it's still Black History Month, everybody out there. Yep. It is black, 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 black. We're voting for everybody black. We're rooting for everybody black. We're all black, everything. We're both wearing black. So, oh, yeah. uh, we're going to shout out a black business. I think you went first last week. So, I'm going to just go real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a business that I've been a patron of for a couple of years now. You put me on. Yeah, I put you. Yeah, of course. And I recently, actually, I just recommended uh, it to my one of my line brothers yesterday. He just bought some. Oh, snap. So, yeah, the business is called EBO Beard Butter. Beard Butter. And you're like, what? Beard Butter? Yeah, fam. Like, we out here getting beard gang strong, right? um the you can find their product on etsy uh they have the they have an etsy or he excuse me he has an etsy shop um so you can just do what etsy.com slash shop and then ebo beard butter edward oliver is the uh founder and creator uh he makes his own stuff so essentially they have a line of beard products they have beard wash 
beard balms of sorts or the beard butter. And I think the, the biggest selling thing is, you know, he, he has testimonials of, you know, folk, like of, of folks talking about yeah, my, my beard growing, my beard growing, woo woo. But also just in terms of lubricating your beard and wanting to just be a little sexier than normal. Uh, it's great. They got great scents, man. And so I ain't gonna lie. I, like I said, I've been using it for a couple of years now and I've definitely like had one or two um, uh, other people's daughters, you know, play with my beard. Be like, oh, this smells so good. Like, oh, your beard smells good. And I'm just like, oh, thanks. Uh, and then I got shy and ran away. But uh, it's it's a real thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. Um, and so uh, I would highly recommend it. It's almost 50,000 sales on Etsy. Overall, five-star reviews. Man, I cannot rave about it enough. Yeah, to support I it. think if you just, even if you don't want to go to Etsy, you can just type in the Ebo, E-B-O, Bear Butter, into Google, and it'll come right up. It's the first link. Good call, yeah. You said Ebo? I guess oh. I, I guess it is Ebo. Oh, that's what I said. I'd be saying uh-huh. Ebo, but Ebo is cool. I like that. Um. Yeah, so... Uh, for mine, I'm going to go with my cousin um, has uh, a his own business. Uh, it's called Premier Fitness Training or PFT. And my cousin, he uh, he ran track. Um, I think I think he he sprinted, jumped, and played football for Cheney University, HBCU in uh, Pennsylvania. Um, so. It, in the DMV, he opened his own gym. It's been open for almost 10 years now, I think. It's a really cool gym. Uh, so he does on-site training. He does training for, um, does boot camps. He does uh, one-on-one training. He does um, sports performance training for specialty athletes, whether it be uh, boxing or, or running, sprinting, uh, football. He works on like agility drills, stuff like that. He also does... Um, 10 day detox, um, and he does dietary programs as well. So it's on site and also online as well. So, uh, if you want to, you know, get, get your body right, uh, whether it be, um, your nutrition or just, uh, you want to get back in the gym and you need a, a program to like, kind of help you along the way. Oh, he also sells CMOS gel, by the way, as well. Hey, um, so, uh, if you go to Instagram, just uh, type in PFT Sports, and it'll come right up. And then uh, under there, there's like a link on his Instagram page, which has like links to all the other, all the other um, programs that he has. So uh, PFT Sports, uh, my cousin's name is Joe. Uh, hit him up. Nice man. Uh, like, and you know, thanks for for shouting that out again. I, I definitely need to go and, and check that out. You know, one of the things that we're really big on is that health fitness and, you know, holistic fitness too, or our holistic health, right? And so yep. this is right on brand for us. This is this is something good. So glad to shout it out and recommend it. Uh, even to our listeners who I think kind of care about that stuff too as well, right? And so. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, always a shout out, especially when it's the fam. Come through. Maybe we'll get them on the show too. Talk about making this boom. Uh, great. So you ready to uh, rock out with some current events my guy yes yes indeedy so as you alluded to in the intro um you know we we talk about we talk about a lot of the 
you know, uh, social justice issues in America, all the different racist events and stuff. But we, we you know, we talk about it from the, the lens that's most intimate to us, right? Like we are black men in America and we experience racism in many forms and as well as our community, but it's not just black folks, right? And it hasn't just been black folks for a long time. And so one of the things that I think has been getting a lot more attention, well-deserved so, uh, is the, the crimes and the issues that are happening in the Asian American community. Um, and so uh, one of the things that we pulled from was this Time New York, or not New York Times, like Time Magazine article that is entitled, Hate Crimes Against Asian Americans Are on the Rise. And many say more policing is the answer. Now, this isn't something new, and we're not going to pretend like it's something new. You know, even back when our former 45th president of the United States was going around calling everything the Kung flu and, you know, the China virus, you know, that elicited a lot of really hateful, hurtful, negative feelings around the country. And, uh, you know, we saw a lot of, of terrible things, but it was, I don't want to say overshadowed, but it, it wasn't really getting the appropriate attention because of, you know, all the African-American uh, issues that we have continued to see, right? Uh, but there was a, another incident that happened about a month ago that uh, really went viral. It was uh, some security footage was released uh, January 28th of an 84-year-old person uh, named, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this name, Vika Rana Visha, Visha Ranta Pakti, Ratan Pakti. Ratanapakti. Visha Ratanapakti. Yes, go with that. Sorry if you butchered the name. Yeah, Sorry. I, I apologize, about, but I'm actually really proud of how I just did that last one. Visha Ratanapakti. Jeez. Ratanapakti. Ratanapakti. Yes, Ratanapakti. Visha Ratanapakti was shoved to the ground randomly in the morning in San Francisco. Um, and two days later. Hold on, real, real quick, real quick, real quick. Let's, you, say, you say she's 84, right? You say that eighty four, yes. Yeah, so like most of the most of these crimes and assaults that are happening are against elderly Asian Americans. Oh yes, yeah. Thank you for pointing that out, right? And it's not just Asian Americans; it's also people in the Pacific Islander community, mm -hmm. right? And it's 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 not only just you know these random acts of violence, but it's also very xenophobic rhetoric, and you know just all these different sort of racist attacks that have kind of boomed during uh, the pandemic. And, and not to just diminish some of the other ones, right? Like there was even the assault of a 64-year-old Vietnamese grandmother who was robbed in San Jose, uh, where I live. There was an attack of a 60-year-old Filipino man who, uh, whose face was slashed with a box cutter on the New York City subway. These are just like minimal instances, right? Another one, there was a 91-year-old man who was caught on camera being pushed on the ground in Oakland in the Chinatown area. Just Crazy, like, and, and there was a report that there have been 20 violent attacks reported since January of this year. And so this is just one, you know, these are just a few small instances, but all of this to illustrate that, you know, we're, everybody's dealing with this virus. And, you know, every, like, obviously that the black community has its own issues, but, you know, one of the things that I've seen, you know, especially living out here is that for some reason, there is some like disconnect where, you know, the Asian American community doesn't want to support the African American community or the African American community doesn't want to support the Asian American 
skin community. And it's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about, right? Like, simply put, it's everybody versus racism. And so, like, get on board because if it happens to one of us, it can happen to all of us. Uh, but, you know, I've, I've rambled enough about this. Like, what, where, where, what have you thought or what have you seen and heard about this whole thing? That's the thing about racism. It's like, it's so pervasive that, like, everyone, no one likes it when it's against them, right? Facts. And then everyone tries to protect their own. Facts. And I mean, understandably so, right? So like- It's a survival thing, yeah. But with racism, it doesn't matter who's at the bottom. Like if, 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 you know, Native Americans at the bottom, right? And, and, and they're squashed out the way by racism and racism is not going to stop there. It's going to come to the next person. Come on, man. And the next person, and next person. So, so like like you said, it has to be everybody against racism, not just blacks. Yep. Not 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 just Asian Americans. Yep. Not just not 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 just uh, uh, Latinx people. Not just white people. It has to be everyone against racism. And yeah. I want to point out. I think we talked about this before the show. Uh, um, it's not like every one of these attacks is just a white person going up and, and, and you know pushing down old old. Mm-hmm. older um asian mm-hmm. it's like the uh mm-hmm. visha who, who's the woman who died she was shoved down by a, a, a black teenager yeah 19 year old right like yeah, yeah. a 19 year old freaking kid yeah yeah he, and now he's now he's you know on trial for, for murder and elder abuse so crazy to me bro he, like he threw your whole life away and for what and it's um, and it's like when you see the video when you see the video it's literally like this older lady walking out of her you know uh her place of her residence in the driveway and buddy just comes and throws her to the ground like for what for what it's it's mind-boggling and it's like one i mean of course everybody says hurt people hurt people but it's like this there's no excuse right there's no excuse also where the fuck are there black people in san francisco like my man's like move around bro like that's foolish that's fucking foolish yeah so like us as as black men or us in the black community us speaking out against racism against other groups other against other marginalized people doesn't take away doesn't take away uh the fight for our our own equality as well right we can we can do more than one thing at a time we can fight more you can fight more than one cause at a time so uh yeah i would suggest that you know Everyone do better. We have one common enemy, and that common enemy is racism. One, I couldn't have said it better myself, you know. And and I, I kind of alluded to this earlier too, but one of the things that I've seen just even on social media, right? Because I, I I'm you know following a lot of the different Bay Area groups and activist pages and stuff, and mm-hmm. you know one of them I follow is the Black Bay Area page, <clears throat> and you know they were they had they had posted something you know a few weeks back you know, trying to to show solidarity with the Asian community, you know, kind of saying that, you know, racism is wrong. And then they started a GoFundMe page to like donate some money towards like different Asian American groups that are like, you know, combating these issues. Yeah. And there were like people in the Asian American community who are trying to come out and say, oh, don't trust them. Like they're just going to use this money and steal it and then try to uh, you know, help the black community. They're not here to help us and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, they just want all the attention. Ooh, up the bam. And it's just like, guys, like, like it's, it's, I think that's the, the most disheartening thing about it 
is that when, when one marginalized group wants to kind of show solidarity with another one, that their intentions are looked at as being like negative mm -hmm. or impure. But I mean, but I get it, right? Like, like you said, this incident was an Asian American elderly woman pushed down by some black kid. And like the black community is not condoning my man's actions, not widely, you know what I'm saying? Like there's no valid reasoning behind this. And so, you know, you'd like to see people come together, but you know, it's just with everything else that we have going on, man, it's just another thing that's really hard to see. Um, but, you know, hope, like, you know, I think we're just trying to do our part by raising awareness because that's the first, the first aspect of it. But um, maybe we can, you know, include some of those groups or some of those GoFundMes too, to, that if people wanted to donate, we can. Oh yeah, for sure. Run out to that too. But yeah, this is, this is crazy. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to point that out because it's hashtag everybody versus racism, bro. Yep, for sure. Big facts. What so about your favorite senator? Yeah, I beat you to it. I beat you to it. I literally last week made a list of <laughs> my most hated Republicans. Uh, Ted Cruz was on that list. I can't remember. It was my top ten, and I, 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 was, I said it was an involving list. He was list. in like top five. I think he was top yeah, five. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Powder was 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 the one. Well, he was um, one and two, I thought. Yeah, but then I I amended it. Um, who else was on there? Uh, Ted Cruz was on there. Uh, Lindsey Graham, Donald Trump, what Ted Cruz? I can't stand him. Uh, so if everyone should know by now. Uh, this past week, well, I'm pretty sure Texas is still dealing with the after effects of mm -hmm. everything that's happened, but it was really, really bad this past week where like parts of Texas were seeing like temperatures dip to uh, like lows that they've never seen before. Yeah, below freezing. Like Yeah, like single digits. And it's, and it's all because Beyonce decided to call her most recent line Icy Park. Like, oh, wow. come, come on, Beyonce. Like, damn. You had to freeze the whole state because you want to be and in listen, Houston. Uh, Bayhive. Um, if you if if you want to come for somebody, uh, it's at uh, John Bowie on Instagram. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> I didn't whoa, say it. I didn't whoa, say it. <laughs> whoa, whoa! We start putting bees in your in, on your all your uh, posts. Damn, damn. I mean, the clothes <laughs> are dope, but it's like it, I mean, all right. Didn't I didn't call, say it. Didn't they call it Icy Park? I thought that's what the, I thought that's what it was. I didn't, I didn't say it. Yikes. But but sorry, anyways, I'm, I'm gonna get myself canceled eventually. So so, you know, people were without power because the power grid, you know, with all things infrastructure in America, it's like way past due for overhaul. Mm -hmm. Um, power grid shut down. Uh, people were without heat, without water because pipes were were bursting, so they cut off the water supply. Uh, water pressure was really low. Um, people were dying because, um no heat, no water, they have to, you know, stay, stay warm. So they were burning things that they shouldn't burn. They were yeah. using like kerosene heaters. And like I said, I grew up super lower class. So I know that about that whole struggle with using the kerosene heater. Like mm. it's, it's not, it's not cool. And it's very dangerous, but you know, it is what it is. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I saw people, we, I saw videos of people cooking, like cooking food, like on, on pots with like candles. And shit too, right? Like wow, wow. I saw people crazy. like taking snow and boiling and then taking that 
snow and melting it and then using that for like to flush the toilet or you know oh damn good point yeah, it's yeah. wild um so all that happened like I said people died like it all started I think I think we talked about this last week not on the show but we had a conversation last week about like a huge pile up in like Fort Worth I think where like this the, the roads were really slick and there's like a hundred car pile up and people died and then that was like the beginning of it so all I have to say Texas you know whole state and certainly in my prayers i'm sure surely in john's prayers as well um the the people who are in charge yes like their job like you you are an elected official your job is to help you know your constituents as as much as you can as public servants. As public you know, servants, yes. As yes. public servants. That that is your duty. Like you you get paid a healthy amount and you have this public platform Tech to do what you can do. Yes. Yep. What Ted Cruz decided Ted Cruz decided to do was I'm gonna take my family, my wife and my kids, and plan a trip to Cancun. Bruh. Not uh, planned. He went. My man. He hopped, hopped on the jet. Yeah, he hopped on the, yeah. he hopped on the like, jet. I, I think pictures came out of him on the, on the plane. And then yep. I think one, uh, Ted Cruz was in uh, preferred plus or like first class. He had his family in cabin. I mean, in cabin and in, in coach. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, let you know what type of person he is. Uh, but yeah, so of course he caught all this backlash, and then he lied, and he said lied. that. And, and no. said that. Oh no, I was just escorting. My kids. I was being a good dad and scored my kids to 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 Cancun because they need they need a chaperone. As if his wife wasn't already there. My fam, what are you teaching your kids? I said that was true. What are you teaching your kids right there? Like all these people suffering. Like we we have the means to help people, but we're gonna just flee. Corn ball. Yeah. So fuck Ted Cruz. Yeah. Um. He also left his dog. Yeah, that's what that's what I was gonna say. That's where I was like, oh, oh, this uh, man is different. What was his dog's name again? Um, it was like Hazel or some shit. Uh, was it Hazel? Was it Hazel? Cruz's uh, dog. It's a photo, but there's a photo of the dog, like at the front door. It's it's a poodle, and as a yeah. as a as a dude, snowflake, owner, snowflake, snowflake, snowflake. Oh, okay. Oh, that's perfect name. Perfect I mean, come name. on, come on, come on. That's got it. That's ironic as hell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, fucking left his dog. What a, what a dick. What a dick. Uh, I would never leave my dog. I would at least put him like in a place to be cared for. But anyway, um, yeah, like, like you, but like you said, you know, I, I think one of the things that stood out for me was just the hypocrisy of it all too. But surprise, fucking surprise, you have a hypocritical uh, uh politician, but it. You know, he had he had come out and, and attacked the mayor of Austin because he had went to Cabo uh, in December, right? And so he was he he had a tweet talking about hypocrites, complete and utter hypocrites. Don't forget, uh, Mayor Adler took a private jet with eight people to Cabo uh, while telling Austinites to stay home if you can, right? And it's it's like, bro what a month later month and a half later you're hopping on a jet to cabo still in the same pandemic but then also in the middle of this you know frozen tundra that texas is dealing with like people just say and do anything man and it's 
it's just a reflection of just how unsettling politics is in this country in general like you just you can't escape it right and, and he's watch, going to be he's going to be a presidential candidate yeah as, as just what i was going to say watch watch me watch the president in 2024 watch how all this gets quickly forgotten Bro, oh come on man people are like, like oh it, it, it was not that bad ago. it was four years ago like we're just grateful to be done with corona like Ted Cruz never gave up on us. Fuck you, Ted Cruz. You fucking Trump sympathizing ass bitch. Ted Ted Cruz. Trump called his wife ugly. And he still licks his boots. (laughs) Is his wife ugly? I don't know. I I never judge. I don't I've never I never I don't know, to be honest. I I don't know. I don't I don't imagine that she that she you know what? Then I didn't go there. But um but did you see the, the the videos of him walking through the through the the airport in Mexico, like going back to to uh, like back, to, back, to, back to the crib? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that video? Which one? I don't know if I saw that. It's, one. it's like him walking through the airport. And he has on like a, a Texas like face mask. Uh huh. And uh-huh. like it's just like the the worst walk of shame ever. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see, I see a still a still image. He in his eyes, it's like ah, uh, it's uh, like at this moment he knew he fucked up. Yeah, and somebody I don't know who it was on Twitter made a joke that said, hey, hey guys, Ted Cruz just Ted Cruz just crossed the border with his kids just to provide a better life for them. Like relax, guys. That's so true. That's fucking Ted Cruz, bro. Fucking that dude is now. I don't know if his wife is bad or not, but Ted Cruz looks like a gnome. He looks uh, like a fucking Hardy, Hardy Cruz. You know what? My parents taught me. Yo, Ted Cruz look like a gnome. She's she's only eight years older than me, or nine years older than me. I mean, yo, what that mean? Nothing, nothing at all. No, I mean, she looks a lot older than me. Well, duh. No, 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 considerably older. I mean, but you know, black don't crack today. You know, you don't look, you don't look, you don't look decent for a minute. But still, I'm talking about we're talking about her though. She looks. I gotta, so be honest, I gotta be honest. Like for her age, I think she looks about as to be as expected. Okay. No, no. What is she? 48? 48. But what I'm saying is the picture you see now, that is post. Look at it, look, yeah. look at the cheeks. Post no, you know, all the facts. past surgery in the world. Big and you facts. still yeah yeah she got it, she got some face on her bro she, she looked like that her. naturally i'm like okay cool oh yeah but if you know catching her out of bed though i don't we're so mean we're coming, <laughs> didn't we just say didn't we just say you know what i don't care i don't care she, she she's not she's not a good person damn why did you, you say she's not did a you good see person the, bro? the text messages no that, that like the group text that she posted about like all the deals in in uh cancun no like, yeah, 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 yeah. She she was in on it. She knew of what she was she doing. Was. Yeah, so fuck was. that. Fuck her. Fuck her too. Fuck Heidi. Fuck Heidi Cruz as well. Damn. Hey man, Tune Days the Savage of the podcast. Savage. Savage. But it's okay because you know I still support you, bro. Um. So yeah, fuck that Cruz and don't leave your dog. What a dick. Snowflake. That's so funny. Snowflake. So let's get to our waxing hypothetical. Yeah, you ready to rock and roll? Yep. We've been we've been we've been just chatty yeah. as patties today, bro. Speaking of snowflake, 
<laughs> what? <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, like I mentioned this in the like the uh, opener, um, the waxing hypothetical question this week is going to be based on John and I both being dog owners. But this question could go for anyone who has a pet. So think about think about your pet. Even if you have a fish, or you're one of those weird people who have like I don't know a pig or something. That's a judgment. I don't think I don't think it's weird. I think you should allow people to just be be happy. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you love your pig, more power to you. Um, the question is, if your dog or cat suddenly spoke one sentence and then never spoke again. What would be the most unsettling sentence they could say? This is a tough question because, like, my, like, because I, I would be so befuddled that Pablo spoke at all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, like, I know what I, I know what I think. You know what you'd say? You go yeah. first because I don't. I don't. It, I don't so again, let's say I'm. Let's say you know I'm sitting there playing Call of Duty or something, right? And yeah. Guinness, Guinness walks into the room and he looked me in the eyes and said, I was a human in my past life. And he walked back out. I'm like, yo, when he spoke oh, too, like that opens a whole new Pandora's box whoa, about like, <laughs> about what happens whoa, when we die, right? Whoa, that would be, that'd be crazy. See, I didn't even go, I wasn't even thinking along that line, right? Like I was more so thinking like, what if Pablo came and just said like some slick disrespectful shit, but I wouldn't, be able to have like a follow-up question to it uh-huh. where like like what if he came and was just like like said some shit like you know i only act like i like you because you feed me <laughs> and i'd be like wait what, wait, what? like like because i'm because i'm not gonna stop feeding them you know what i'm saying and then like i'd be like oh you playing like are you being for real like I would just be so stuck because it's like damn so like, you don't really love me because like a lot of that love for your animals just because it's like so unconditional but it's like what if it was conditional what if your pet's love was conditional that would hurt that would hurt a lot i think to be honest i think if i were to compare i think a cat's love would be more conditional than a dog's would oh for sure i think cat's love just baseline is conditional yeah because because you don't you don't have to feed like you yeah you put food out I guess, but I don't oh, know. They they don't they don't they don't really give you no love for feeding. I, you know I would compare I would compare a cat's unconditional love to a snake's, right? You, but snakes don't really show affection, though, right? They try to just choke the fuck out of you. Yeah, well, some people like you know play with their their snakes and they just you know I, I have friends who like have a snake and they have it in their hand like this and they're like oh look at my snake and I have it around my my neck or whatever like nah. Yeah, but I feel like you play with a snake. The snake don't play with you, right? Like, like, like my dog will go get a toy and then bring it to me because he's like, I yeah. want to play with what's you. Your, what's your dog? I'm pretty sure if somebody's gonna write in, well, my cat plays with me. I, no, I, I don't, I, I don't see cats. Cat, bro. <laughs> cat, bro. The only that's, cats, that's, the only cats I like are the ones that act like dogs. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's what I mean. Like cats, like cats to me aren't like aren't really affectionate. And aren't like aren't like dogs. I'm sorry. They're not. I'm sorry. But I, I know their cat levels are probably listening to this. Like they're like you don't shut the fuck up to that. Shut the fuck you up, John. You don't get it, guys. Like you just want something that just loves you regardless. Like you have to earn a cat's love. 
Fuck that. I bought you. <laughs> love me, damn it. I exchanged money for you. You love me, damn it. That is kind of like the expectation when you buy a dog, though. It's like, no, no, no. Like, I paid. Like, of course you're going to love me, right? And yeah. your dog's like, yeah, I guess. That's why dogs are the shit. Um, but like, yeah, like you have to, I feel like you have to earn a cat's love, right? Like we had one cat growing up and it was, it was a miserable experience, but, uh, like the dude only wanted to come out at night. Like he was a dick. That cat was such a asshole. Yeah, we had a cat too. My brother's, I see this day, like my brother, my brother would be like, yeah, my dad like signed a signature for the cat adoption thing. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure my, my brother's forged that signature, but whatever. Oh, word? Yeah, so they came home with a cat one day and like, where the fuck does cat come from? Facts. Thanks. So my mom was like, yeah, keep it, I guess. My cousin has a cat, right? My cousin has a cat. And his ass, uh, like, uh, like a week or two ago, was like, man, you know what? I'm going to get another cat. So my cat has another cat to play with. And I'm like, I don't think that's how it works. Like, I can see that for a dog. Yeah. But you leave a cat by himself, I don't think he's upset like that. I think no, he's just fine. Yeah. If not, prefers it. I'm definitely getting another dog soon. Like in the next year or so. Hey, if you move to Oakland, you wouldn't have to get a dog. You could just, you know, Pablo and Guinness could probably be fine. But <laughs> it's fine. We're, we'll leave that alone. I don't want to go. I'm going to go cry after this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Uh, but man, like I was thinking about that too. Like if I were to have to go back to work, I, I probably need a girlfriend first. What do you think? I should get a second dog or a girlfriend. Which one should I do first? I mean, the, the waxing hypothetical the, question. The, the girlfriends basically. give you un- uh, unconditional love, like a dog does. Fuck no. Whoa, that might be your answer. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Fuck no. They don't. I almost said something really problematic, but... bro. Listen, I'm gonna ask you a problematic question. Whose love is more conditional, men or women? Conditional. Whose love is more conditional, men or women? men's you think men's love is more conditional yeah why is that i think that i do not want to anger anyone i'm not gonna explain it we're gonna put this we're gonna put this behind the paywall nope i'm not gonna i almost got almost put that in that rabbit hole i was like you know what nope bro what you scared of bro what you scared of bro nope bro only like five people listen anyway i'm good i'm good why why are you scared bro i'm good yeah you mother kevin samuel and me we got we only got like six listeners and i'm three of them bro like yeah i'm good come on i'll pass but your answer was you think men are more conditional yeah, I think women we're gonna, more what's a what's okay, what's a platform that we could get an answer to that question out of from you? Like like if the listeners were like, damn it, Tunde, how dare you skate that question? You once once we once cat. once we once we get our, our OnlyFans or our Patreon, then sure. Our Patreon. And then so if, okay, so here we go. If we get a Patreon, maybe we'll really like push for people to ask questions more. And then it's like unfiltered. Like, Damn, oh shit we could just do an ama bro like an ask me anything yeah and it's like you just gotta like boom like it ain't safe it ain't safe it ain't safe it ain't safe i wouldn't mind that that'd be litty i know some folks oh boy some people would get on and ask us some ignorant shit well if, yeah, you, if you're paying i don't care we got ignorant ass friends 
Yeah, we do. Oh wait! Oh wait! I just had an imagination of like what motherfuckers would ask us, but we gonna leave that alone. So, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, what do you, what do you guys think, folks? Like, if your if your pet spoke to you and said something, what would really shake you up or have you feeling some type of way other than the fact that they just spoke in general, right? Again, summer sixteen podcast at gmail.com Summer one six podcast at gmail.com I'm gonna say that probably like two more times this episode but email us motherfuckers um cool so let's uh let's bring it on home bro ready for these avms yep 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 uh you wanna go first sure sure all right and so for everybody listening uh tuning in if this is your first time where the fuck you've been at and if you've been rocking us (laughs) if you've been rocking with us for for a while now uh, our avm section is our audio visual and mental recommendations it's just a little song song that we are listening to, watching, learning from, growing with, uh, or just plain like. It, ain't, it don't gotta be that deep. And so uh, I think my AVMs are some of my better ones actually this week. And so uh, super proud to get started. And so for my audio, we're gonna do a new single, a new single by the artist Mahalia. Oh, such a baddie. I freaking love Mahalia. You listen to Mahalia? Mm-mm. No. No. Well, she's another another queen from my hometown. Well, not my hometown, but my home country, the UK. Um, uh, I, I've been on a UK women wave, bro. I don't know what it is, but um, she's a UK-based artist, another black queen, and she's got a new single called Jealous featuring Rico Nasty, who just, I mean, great name. Am I right or am I right? um rico nasty also a baddie uh she's from dc so boom okay you know bring it back home and uh yeah the song's called jealous it's a single it's fire i like it been having it on repeat all weekend just came out last friday check it out for my video i'm going real educational with it my guy got a documentary for you uh and i actually sent it to you already i've been sending it out to a lot of people but it is the thong song documentary vice <laughs> vice did a 20 minute documentary on the making of the thong song and it's actually really good did you get a chance to watch it by chance i haven't, I haven't watched it yet bro, but i did i did go back it, I, I did go bro. back and watch the video again though watch it bro like like i'm talking about it talks from everything like how cisco got the song like the producers they were trying to make they were trying to make beats and stuff for Michael Jackson, but they weren't able to get access to him. Uh, he had a professional like violinist, like breaking down like all the, sh- the strings and the chords and the progressions and shit for the song. Like it's a masterpiece, the thong song is. And how everyone's life was changed by something that seemed to be like the most ridiculous thing, but also was incredible. And I can remember being seven or eight years old when that song came out and, and sc- like belting with my entire heart, like with Cisco during that entire track. Like the long yeah. song is one of the best I, songs I, ever made. So this past week on Twitter with the, all the publicity coming out around the documentary, a lot of people have been talking about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And these Generation Z people are just like, oh my God, you guys really thought that song was that good? It's not, it wasn't even that good. I'm like, fam, bro, check what? the fucking numbers. Bro, what? The thong song? The thong song was made before you were allowed to show thongs on MTV. 
Like if it was made today, it would be probably something like even more gross. But like Cisco, Cisco was a friggin' pioneer, bro. Like even even like listening to him tell the stories about like how he came up with the idea to be like thong, 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 thong. Like the shit is fire. I love the thong song. Yep, it was number one on the Billboard Top Forty, number three on Billboard Top One Hundred, and number one in my heart. The period. That's all that matters. Um, and so, okay, and so before I just go down this rabbit hole about all the things I love about the thong song, uh, I'm gonna do my mental. And so my mental is a recommendation. Um, it's a project that a good friend of mine is working on, um, friend of the show, uh, and, and somebody I respect a lot. Um, and so over this past year, he's been conducting a series of interviews with educators around the country uh, about how they've been adjusting to COVID life, virtual teaching, uh, the struggles that teacher ha teachers have been having, and just a, a really in-depth look on some of the challenges that have happened this past year and all the changes to our education system, you know, from different perspectives. And it's called Project Teachers Lounge. The first episode, I want to say, just came out this week. Uh, and I think it's a 15-part, like, podcast series. Uh, so you can find it, obviously, wherever podcasts are available. Um, but, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, they, they've worked on for a while. Uh, and it's a part of like a larger conglomerate of, 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 of information to come out um, now. But yeah, chat, uh, part one of the Project Teachers Lounge podcast uh, just came out. And so um, go check it out. Project Teachers Lounge. Uh, yeah. Lunch Trade Media is the one that put it on. Nice. And uh, I, I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited about it. And I wanted to share it with you guys now. So um that is my AVM for right. this week. Yep, definitely gonna check that out, especially being in the, um, in the education space. Oh, right, you are a teacher or have been a teacher. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. All right, good shit, good shit, dog. Um, thanks. thanks, man. Wow, thanks. <laughs> for my AVM this week, uh, for my audio, last week I was listening to the Joe Biden podcast and he was ranting and raving about this this new R&B artist, her name is Mooney Long. And I play like a snippet of, of one of her songs uh, called Midnight Snack. And I was like, oh, this, this, this song is that good to think Midnight Snack. Well, I, um, I like that song. I like yeah, that. I like um, that. It's, it's like her and Jacob Lattimore. So I was like, oh, let me go ahead and check out her album. She has an album that's called uh, Black Like This. It came out last year. Uh, it Black only has, like yeah, has seven songs. The whole album is 23 minutes long. Um, I really, really like it. She has another track called Naked with YFN Lucci. Ooh. And then like, she had a, 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 a single that just came out. <laughs> in the yes, it year. is. I just it's saw called, the title. It's called, it's called Build a Bay. Build a Bay. I love that title, bro. <laughs> I love that title. That song is so good. I love it. I love it. I love oh, it. Shit. So Mooney Long might be like, like this time next year, you might, she might be like one of those artists like everyone's talking about. Talk but your like, shit, Tunde. Tell them, tell them, tell them, listen as you just put them on, bro. I didn't, I didn't play with uh, Joe, but put me on. And nah, I'm fuck just, that, you know. fuck that. No, no, no. This is, this is our, <laughs> these are our spots. Okay, fine, players, fine. Bro. Okay, fine. I, I put y'all on. Fine. Fuck that. But yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, I guess the album, Black, Black Like This, Mooney Long, along with the single, uh, Build a Bay. Um, both pretty good. I like him a lot. Uh, so that's my audio. 
my, I love she, she got a single, she got a single that just came out this year called Thought Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that let shit. Me, let thought me. Thoughts. Thoughts. Oh shit. Thoughts. That shit is hilarious. Oh, yeah. All right. So that is my audio. My visual is a movie that came out two weeks ago now uh, on HBO Max and in theaters, wherever, if you live in Florida or Texas. But um, (laughs) uh, the visual is the movie Judas and the Black Messiah uh, that stars uh, Daniel Kaluuya and um, Lakeith Stanfield. And I liked the movie a lot. Um, some people said, some people like, in my opinion, have gone a little too far and say, oh, this movie's better than, than, than X. Like, pump the brakes. You like X with like, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, come on, just pump the brakes. It was a really good movie. Um, I like the portrayal of, of, um, of Dan Kaluuya when he did, we, we did Fred Hampton, and uh, I'm drawing a blank on it on his girlfriend's name or fiance's name. But Wasn't it like from her perspective? No, no, no. no. It's, it was from it was from. Should I forget his name too? The, the snitch, the guy who infiltrated. Um, Dan, it was from Keith Stanfield's like point of view. He was like the the main, not the main character, but it's from his point of view. Okay. And like how he was like his backstory, how he infiltrated. Um, the Black Panthers and yeah, 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 and all that, and then it, it talks about it Bill shows O'Neill, like that's his name. Yeah, Bill O'Neill. Yeah, it shows like the like how they basically he drugged he drugged Hampton and mm-hmm. uh, they the police killed him in his sleep. Spoiler like, alert, damn nigga. What do you mean? I'm like if you don't know, I'm about to say, <laughs> I just <laughs> this is based on real life. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So like for me, I, I mean, I, I, some people were upset watching it, but like yeah, I'm not like I. I knew about it, you know, going into it. Like, I think I maybe what six months ago, less than that. Like, I one of my ABMs was the autobiography, not the autobiography, the, the assassination of Fred Hampton. Yeah, um, it, it so, was the 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 Chicago Tribune article. Uh, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, it really really good movie. I think um, makes me you know hate the FBI all over again. But watching it, um, uh, just like from their from their like their past, like what they did to like a lot of our black leaders or leaders in general. Um, like Cointel Pro is something that this country still has to reckon with. Um, yeah. Like you can't just go around murdering people just because like they have a strong following. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, and it's, and it's not to say, you know, people who, you know, work in the FBI now or try to change things now are, are bad people. But I think you can't, you can't, Right, the wrongs of the past if I admitting your your faults. Right, right. right. Um, yeah. The, the only thing I'll add to that, you know, I, I saw a headline. I still gonna like look at the article itself, but I heard somewhere that uh, Lakeith Stanfield said after he played that role, he needed to, he he went into therapy just because like getting into yeah. that character's place and mindset it's, it's like should should head him off. It's tough. Up, which like, which I mean, it, it makes sense because the the person in real life killed himself. So it's like yeah, right right after like he did the interview in yeah. was that uh, 89, something like that. Yeah, he did an interview and he killed himself like shortly after. But yeah, so the whole that, story is crazy. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So that's my visual. Uh, my mental is 
a book by, so in high school and early college, I was a big fan of Eric Jerome Dickey. Eric Jerome Dickey is a <laughs> a a black author who who's written who writ or wrote twenty nine different novels. Uh, some of my favorites, like some of my favorites, you know, that I read were like Sister Sister, Sleeping with Strangers, Making My Coffee, Friends and Lovers, like all books like that. Chasing Destiny, good one. Cheaters, another good one, right? My mom okay. loves Eric Jerome. Yeah. Loved Eric Jerome, but he um, yeah, so he he passed. He actually passed this year, um, January third, after like a long illness. Um, but the book I wanted to highlight is this book called Pleasure. Mm. Pleasure is a this about, about to be some freaky shit. Boy. It's it's basically literatica, and you said it's what literatica. Liter literatica? Yeah, you know what literatica is? is? I, I don't read sex books. Is that what you're trying to say? They're like sex stories. It's like a, it's like it's, it's it's a really good story, but like he, he goes he goes whatever he goes into the storytelling and gives so much detail about at the time at the time things that, that I wasn't that I was not privy to. Jesus. <laughs> like there's some scenes in there. I'm like, wait, people actually do that? So all I'm gonna say is this woman, the premise is that this woman ends up dating two identical twins and they all enter a relationship together. Dog. And one of the twins is married. Dog. But yeah, it's really good. Um if, if you if you ever get a chance and you know Dog. you're in that should place, we, you read should it. we you haven't read every Eric Jerome Dickey book. No. Maybe, maybe. Okay, because we had what's the book we talked about? We just we had just talked about reading uh, Parable of the Sower. Yeah, Parable of the Sower. Um, but maybe we gotta add an Eric Jerome Dickey book and we'll have like a book section. I'm good, I'm with it. Oh man, but, but pleasure is we pleasure. Do that on, that's behind the paywall too. Yeah. Cool. No, we should we should <laughs> pleasure, we should pleasure because I haven't read it, I haven't read it in like like over like maybe 15 oh, years. It looks like it's a, a in a series, like it's oh is it's it? A, it says it's Nia book one, so I guess. That insinuates that there's like other because Nia is the main character because Nia yes, is the main yes, character. Yes, 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 yes. Only about the first one. I didn't know the series. Oh, uh -oh. It's, it's the second one's called Decadence. All right. You know what? I'm on it. <laughs> oh, we about to be in here reading sex books, bro. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, so we about to be out here having freaky ass conversations. <laughs> oh man. Freaky dinky ass Tuesday. As Listen. a as a spoiler. I, was, I, I will give one spoiler to the first book. There's a scene where there there is a scene where devil penetration does happen. Of course, I knew that was gonna be a thing. I knew. We heard twins. Yeah, and, she, <laughs> and they were all in a relationship. Like, and that's his brother. Like, yeah, yeah. Needless to say, they don't love her, though, right? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't okay. Tell me. Don't tell okay. Me. Don't tell me. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh so, my god. So that is my mental. The sexual deviant of the podcast, ladies. And Excuse me. Yes, motherfucker. You know what? I'm not gonna put your business out there. I'll, I'll just, oh, I, 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 I would just start. I would just start adding outtakes. 
Oh my god! Oh just, my god! I'll slip and I'll take it to the very end. Like, oh it, 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 like we'll be like, peace out, y'all. It'll be a pause, and <laughs> you keep listening, like a hidden track. <laughs> it's gonna be like a motherfucking Marvel movie. Like if you stay till after the credits. Mama, yep. like, <laughs> oh man, head just dog, hit by, hit by John Sescapades. Dog, you won't believe what happened last weekend, dog. Let me tell you, bro. Hold on, before we start recording, dog. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I read a book. That's what happened. Like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ! Yep. One so that's my that, that's my ABM. Yeah. Thanks. Let's, let's move off of this. <laughs> uh, I'm over here sweating and shit. Uh, cool. Anything else, today? Nope. That's it. All right. We are out of here. So, all right, guys. Now that we've left you with some things to check out, we're gonna wrap up the show. And as always, first and foremost, thank you for listening. Seriously, I know we joke a lot, but we appreciate y'all for taking the time, rocking with us, going on this journey with us. It means a lot. Like we've mentioned, or like I've mentioned multiple times already, you can stay connected with us via email. We've left you guys like a couple of really good questions, I think, to ponder, right? Like, of course, we have our waxing hypothetical every week, but even just this, this idea from our, our listener mail about like, do you feel like as an underrepresented minority, let's kind of broaden it, right? Like, do you feel like you had a choice when it came to picking your college major? Phenomenal question, right? So give us some feedback. Uh, Our email, summer16podcast at gmail.com, summer16podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. We also have our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, at summer16pod, at summer16pod. And we have our Facebook page, Summer 16 Podcast. We'll make sure to put the links in the description um, if I have not repeated them enough for you already, but uh, we'll check it out. Uh, And, you know, if you enjoyed the content, you know, you want to help us continue to grow, provide better shows, and kind of just really expand all the different things that we're doing, man. Don't don't hesitate to, you know, put a little song song towards the books, man. Uh, We have a cash app. It's dollar sign, Summer 16 Pod. Uh, anything helps, you know, I, I do want to take a quick second and say, you know, uh, our, our resident, uh, Hollywood member of the podcast Tunde has been doing his part. You know, we got, we got Brooks running, we got noon hydration and all these other things, man, but, you know, support, support the rest of the podcast. Cause you know, I'm just trying to be great. Like, like, uh, like Tunde, man, so, there know, we go. we just trying to eat, baby. We just trying to eat, baby. So, Hey, we appreciate you guys, man. Uh, thanks for joining us. And, uh, until next time, that's a whole lot of gang shit. Peace. Gang, 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 gang. We out of here, baby. On the gang. Gang, 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 gang. Yeah. <laughs>